Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Steady Focused. I'm your host, I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks, and today I'm honored to have on the show one of the hardest working, most consistent photographers I know, Mr. Torn Halsey. He's the chief photojournalist of our North Texas regional newspaper, the Wichita Falls Times Record News. He's been in the photography game for over 30 years. And it hit me a few days ago that Torin was actually the first person when I was really getting into photography and hitting some major roadblocks. He was the one I called up and said, Torin, can I take you to lunch and pick your brain? Guys, this man is a legend and I'm excited to shine the light on his career. Please help me give a big, steady, focused welcome to my friend, Mr. Torn Halsey. Good evening, Torn. Welcome to the show. Hi, how's it going? And it is it's going great. I'm glad you're here. That's quite a buildup. I don't I don't know if all that's deserved, but uh, what whatever. It's absolutely deserved. I I know it is. <laughs> And it's actually episode 50, and I couldn't think of a better way than to celebrate with you. Wow, awesome. So, yeah, man, it's, it's cool. So, Torin, why photography? Why the camera? Because uh, I can't draw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I found out quite a while back uh, um, that I thought I could see pictures or I, I, was, I would see things that would that I thought would make interesting pictures or photographs or images and I didn't have a way to put them down on paper with um, you know by way of drawing or painting or anything I, I didn't have a natural talent for that but I started thinking about uh, if I had a camera then then maybe I could use that tool to capture what I was seeing uh, in front of me or in my mind. And so who was, who was the one that got you into it? Um, actually, well, there was actually a, a buddy of mine who was thinking about buying a camera and, and, uh, we were young. We were, you just, you know, like 19, 18 or 19 years old. And, um, I'd started thinking about it about the same time. He said he was thinking about buying a camera for himself. And, so I went to the store with him and we looked at several different models and I ended up buying one and he didn't. And, um, <laughs> I, I was, I was hooked that first day that I held it in my hands and, you know, before you know it, you're spending all your, all your money on accessories and extra lenses and more equipment and lighting, and you name it. And so how did you transition from, you know, some, some young kid that's got this camera to getting on the newspaper team well uh there was a there was a step or two in between i i, uh, I was actually working at a, at a different career at that point in my life i was i was actually uh technically trained uh as a meat cutter and was working uh in a meat market in a grocery store and so i had uh quite a bit of disposable income i was making pretty good money and that's when I started buying camera equipment and getting more and more into it and and um started reading everything I could get my hands on and and uh stuff like that and then uh a year or two later, the store went out of business, and 
I that's when I kind of was forced to consider uh, whether or not I wanted to change careers and shift gears into uh, try to look for work as a photographer instead of a, a meat cutter. So um, I came across this uh, small local magazine uh, that I went to work for, and and they were uh, uh, just a kind of a human interest slash real estate you know, slash local uh, feature story type of, of small magazine that, that su- survived on uh, advertising alone. And I shot for them for a year or so, and, and I'd gotten to know the people down at the newspaper, at the Times Record News, through a photography contest that I, I won, a local photography contest. And, and the prize was a two-week internship at the newspaper's photography department. So um, I even took a week off uh, from my regular job so I could spend as much time as possible uh, down there um, running around with the uh, photojournalists that worked for the paper and uh, going out on different photo assignments with them and shooting in the studio and learning how to process film and, and all, of, all of those you know fun things. And then I heard that one of the photographers at the newspaper was leaving to take another job in another city. And they called me and asked me if I wanted to come to work for them. A couple of days later, I was there. That was in 1984. So a long time ago. You know, I've, I've realized that I love photojournalists. You know, I love what you guys do. You know, you see it all. You see the, the highlights of someone's life. You see the horrible pains football teams you see you know the sports the highlights the pain all of it so when you kind of think back over this 30 year stretch what's some of the light bulb moments that jump out as your peaks and your valleys you know there's been so many over the years it's it's really hard to hard to choose but like you said there is a there is a huge variety um in in the different uh, subject matters that a photojournalist in a in a in a town this size working for a newspaper this size that we uh, that we run into and you know during any given day you know I might be shooting fashion or news or sports or features or all the above and uh, sometimes your work gets into spot news with uh, you know a plane crash or a, a car pileup or a, a house fire or something like that, or a shooting, you know, there's lots of uh, adrenaline moments that, that come with a job like this. And then there's some, you know, there's some fun things um, where you get to shoot, you know, beautiful women and in, in fashion shoots and, and uh, fun things like that. And, and be down on the sidelines at the, at professional sporting events, uh, shooting the Dallas Cowboys or Texas Rangers games and things like that. So it's been a, it's been a really wonderful situation to be in where you you really get to see a wide variety of subject matter whether it's architectural photography if you're taking pictures of a building for some reason or a fan, you know a big trial or something like that something you know things with uh, lots of importance and and then other times you may be uh, backstage or front row at a at a concert with a you know a big name performer you know a list a listers or actors or you know musicians and, and things like that you know it's in addition to all the variety that a job like this provides, I also have 
a photography services business that I do on the side in my in my off time that I started just a year or so after I started at the at the newspaper and and uh, that business is is what I call photos by Torin. I did a lot of wedding photography uh, years ago and uh, studio portrait work, uh, children's portraiture, couples portraiture, event photography. You know, there's just a, a, a huge variety when you stop and think that everywhere you look, there are images and somebody has to create those images. And it's usually a, a professional photographer with a nice camera. When you're with the newspaper, what's your typical camera lens setup? I, when I see you around, it seems like you have two on your holster. Yeah, generally, uh, generally most photojournalists uh, are shooting with a two camera setup. And uh, they'll have a wide-angle zoom on one camera and a telephoto zoom on another. That's that's pretty much the the basic photojournalistic uh, setup. And and my wide angle, I, I shoot the uh, the Nikon D5, which is their their flagship camera, top of the line. Awesome. And it's a it's a beautiful beautiful piece of equipment, and and does you know everything and more that that you can ask of it. And uh, my lens, uh, my wide angle lens of choice is the 24 to 70 millimeter wide, uh, wide angle lens with an F 2.8 aperture, yes. constant aperture. Yes. And uh, it's, uh, it is a full frame 35 millimeter digital SLR. So the, uh, you, there's no conversion factor. Yeah. And then on the other camera, uh, the telephoto setup is the uh, 70 to 200 millimeter telephoto zoom uh with vibration reduction and all, all that you know constant 2.8 aperture and, and uh it is just a, a beautiful lens you are so with your settings are you do you shoot a lot in aperture priority or you go shutter priority or is it full manual you know it, it just kind of depends on because it's so quick yeah yeah aperture priority is is pretty is pretty helpful in 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 the majority of situations, but uh, you know, as soon as uh, I feel like things may be getting a little, um, you know, need me need me to pay a little more attention, I'll I'll switch over to manual and keep an eye on the on the meter and and uh, roll with the punches there. When I remember, as I was preparing for this interview, when we had sat down for lunch a couple of years ago, you were talking about coaching the younger guys coming up. And it was something about telling them, hey, make sure you come back with at least one photo to tell the story. And so it got me thinking, like, what is it like now that you are the chief and you have guys below you? And I mean, you still have to nail it out and you still do a lot of assignment. But what's it like being, you know, the the teacher, the mentor talking and training up? Well, that's that's. um I guess that's just something that's naturally evolved. I mean, when I started at the newspaper, I was the low guy on the totem pole. I was the one asking all the questions and, and, uh, you know, learning how to, how to deal with deadlines and, and, uh, um, sketchy situations. And, and, uh, you know, there, back then we were shooting film. So there was a, there was, you know, always something else that could go wrong. And you only, had a 36 exposure roll of film to capture it before you had to stop what you were doing and change out, you know, rewind the roll of film and put in another one and get it ready to shoot and start shooting again. So, you know, it's, it's 
it's kind of funny to think of how far we've come with the digital age, but, uh, yeah, with the different experience, you know, like I said, I've, I've just kind of stayed pretty constant as, as, uh, and as working, you know, working as a photojournalist for the newspaper. And I've seen a lot of people come and go and, and as they've left, you know, it's, I've, I've moved up the ladder and, and I've been chief photographer there for about 11 years now. But, um, you know, and, and then the younger photo- photographers that have, that have come to work at the newspaper, um, you know, I'll gladly share what advice I can and, and whenever they ask questions and, and, uh, because, you know, believe me over a 30 plus year career, I've, I've seen a lot of different situations. So I can usually tell them probably what they're going to find whenever they go out on a general assignment, you know, what, what they're, what to look for, you know, what they're going to see and, you know, what they better come back with to, to cover their rear ends, if, if nothing else. What is one of those big mistakes that you have, you know, in the back of your mind? Because I have absolutely done it. And what I, what I like to do on the show is bring in experts and, you know, just say, hey, they're human, you know, and we've all made mistakes. And like you're saying, so <laughs> what is one of those moments when your heart just sunk? Because you thought, oh my gosh! Oh man, one of the one of the ones I remember from way back, like I said, when we were shooting film, we we used to have a uh, the editor of the newspaper, the top dog in the newsroom. He was a he was a big, tall, imposing fellow with a with a booming voice, and he used to write a car review every week, and and the different dealerships would loan him a car to drive for the week, and then he would write a nice, you know, he'd write a review about it on what what. what what he felt about the car and occasionally if there wasn't a photographer available when he when he needed it he he had also taken pictures earlier in his career and he would shoot a couple of pictures with his camera of the vehicle and drop off the film in the dark room for us to process and i destroyed his roll of film one time oh no so as a young photographer destroying the boss's work was was not it was not a good day, but, uh, he, he, he must've been having a good day and, and he, he didn't, it didn't seem to phase him much. And he just sent me out the next day with the, with the car to get, a, get more pictures. But, uh, oh. other times there's, there was one time whenever I was working in, in my studio for, for, you know, a paying customer and I had arrived a few minutes late for their photo session and they had gotten, you know, together two or three different people on, you know, in the middle of their busy day and I had taken the pictures at the wrong settings. And again, this is back when, when it was film and, and, uh, I didn't sync up my camera with the studio lights and, and basically the pictures were, were worthless. They were completely overexposed. And, 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 and again, that's something you don't find out until a few hours later, whenever the film is developed. So I call up the client and we reschedule, and I blew it again. Oh no! So there's there's been there's been low spots in my career, but but uh, thankfully they were they were understanding and they they were a a, a regular client of mine and they remained a regular client and, and uh, gave me uh, one more chance to to make it right and they were thrilled with the pictures in the end. Mm. So um, yeah, it's there's there's times whenever you have to really stop and pay attention to what you're doing. Don't let the uh, distractions and the 
going on around you. Just remember the basics. Don't let all the, the buzz and the hum of the outside world get in your head sometimes and, yes. and uh, prevent you from doing a good job. I mean, do you, so you're in such a fast paced world. I'm in the fast paced world in marketing as well. And I mean, do you have like a, like, okay, I'm going to, do you have a routine you do say, okay, I'm going to do a five second countdown. Cause a lot of times you show up and there's multi, you know, 10, 20, 50 people, they're all going crazy and you got to make sure you nail the shot. So how, how do you calm yourself down enough t- to do your thing? Well, you know, it's that, that's just one of the things you have to do. You have to kind of, kind of, uh, block out, you know, some of the things that are going on. You need to, your head needs to be on a swivel. You need to be, you know, looking at all the different factors that are going to affect what you're about to do and disregard the things that, that, that don't, you know, that, that aren't included and focus on the things that are and kind of figure out what your priorities are on, on what you want to accomplish and uh make sure you get those done there's there's a kind of a what there's a a mantra kind of with uh with some photographers that you you want to get the pictures that the cya pictures if you'll pardon my french you know the ones that cover your ass the ones that you have to come back with the 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 basic shots and once you've got those that you know are going to you know work if nothing if you did nothing else then you can get a little bit more creative and do some of the pictures that you might like, you know, if there's an art director and they want you to do this and and get this shot and get that shot, you get those shots. And then you try to give them a little bit more. You try to try to give them a more, a little bit more um, creativity or or something that they hadn't thought of, or, you know, a different angle or different lighting setup or, you know, whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. you try to throw in uh, a little bit extra and, uh, See if you can't uh, give them a little bit of a wow factor, and uh, maybe they'll come back and and uh, ask for you the next time. Yeah, Torin, that's this is what I've got. You know, this these are basically my questions. I just want to open the floor up to you, and anything else you want to say or share. You know, we're we got a lot of young, uh, I would say, young or green photographers are tuning in, and so words of inspiration are always helpful and appreciated. Well, you know, Simeon, the, the things that we were talking about earlier about the fast-paced uh, lifestyles and, and fast-paced work environments and, and the hectic uh, hectic situations, there's, there's in addition to my work with, with uh, photojournalism and, and for the newspaper, and, and in addition to the work that I do for uh, different clients and, and ad agencies and so forth with my photography services business, uh, there's actually a third aspect of photography in my life, and that's my art photography. I don't get a lot of time to shoot for just myself, but when I do, it's uh, it's something that I do for me, and and I'm I'm the client, and it's basically trying to create artistic images uh, that I find pleasing. You can almost guarantee that whatever my subject matter is, it's going to be old and worn and weathered and the paint's probably cracked on it and and it's probably rusty and it may be an old door or an old window that's broken it's i love 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 old things that have seen many many years on this earth and a lot of times you know i'll kind of think in the back of my mind what was this 
house like or what was this you know this building like or this old car that's sitting out in a field or you know what was it like the day it rolled off the assembly line all bright and shiny and new and and uh somebody drove it home for the first time or if it's a a little old uh farmhouse out on a on a prairie or something and it's you know it's practically fallen down now but what was it like the day that the the family that built this moved in there's there's some sort of a of a connection there that I, that I feel. And, and I like to document it with my camera and, uh, you know, ultimately make, uh, prints and frame them. And, and I've been fortunate enough to show in galleries and museums around the area. So from that point of view, what, what do you think, or how would you say the importance of personal projects are to a photographer following just those passion projects that they, they just need to push out? I think that they're vital. Um, they, they, it, it, it proved vital in, in my situation. I, I just started doing that probably, you know, really concentrating on it about 10 or 12 years ago. And before that, I was, I would say that I was in danger of, of, uh, feeling a burnout, you know? Yes. I was working at 40, 50 hours a week with the newspaper and, you know, another 20, 15 or 20 hours a week with my, business uh if not more and it seemed like i was always trying to serve somebody else and still not getting the shot that you were seeking right right and and i would i would see something on the way to a photo shoot you know that i thought oh man i would love to photograph that but i don't have time you know i've, I've got a client waiting on me or I've got, I've got an assignment that i've got to go to or something like that and a few years you know several years ago i just started blocking out time in my day or on my weekends or whatever, whatever it took and, um, started stopping to take those pictures that I wanted to take for me. And I started doing that deliberately. And a year later I had my first uh, photo exhibition. I can't tell you how much that, uh, that's really helped the other aspects of my career you know, being able to get kind of center myself and do a little bit to, to nurture the, the creativity within myself. Awesome. Amen, dude. I, I'm glad you said that. That's a great point. Torin, uh, where can people find you online if they want to check out some of your portfolio or get in touch with you? Well, as far as the photojournalism part, you, you can uh, subscribe to the timesrecordnews.com and, and uh, see, see a lot of my daily work there. But as far as my business, uh, I go by Photos by Torin, and it's photosbytorin.com uh, on my website. And I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Photos by Torin on uh, social media and uh, kind of see what I'm up to whenever I'm trying to, you know, not please anyone else but me. There you go. So, guys, there you have it. This has been episode number 50. Of Steady Focused. It's been an honor to have Mr. Torn Halsey on with us today. So, guys, until next time, I'm your host. I'm your number one, Mr. Simeon Hendricks. And this is Steady Focused. <laughs> <laughs>